0: Yeah, that sucked. My name is Bill Mats. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. Uh, this is Broad Street, whatever, post-game shit. Ah, just one of those nights. Um, yeah, one of the first comments is, what's up with the power play? Like, we know this team, um, we know what this team is. It's a, it's a good team with their weakness is definitely, you know, they have defensive issues, whether they have to go out and get I mean, they have to go out and get another defenseman. They badly need a top-four defenseman. Uh, we know what this team's issue is, though. Like, that's their weakness. Every team has a weakness. There ain't no perfect team out there. This team's weakness is uh, is its blue line and the team defense as a whole. But, like, the power play just really let them down tonight, and it hasn't been good but it's it was uh, they lost tonight defensive breakdowns all the shit that went wrong in this game if that power play comes through for them they win this game um i i mean the penguins killed the two early ones we go to the we go to intermission scoreless Faraby gets the first things are looking up that that ghost turnover i mean my god I've never... Like, that changed the entire momentum of the game. It really looked like... The Flyers win the shot battle in the first period. Chances were a little closer. Pittsburgh definitely had some good chances, even though they only had five shots in the first. Uh, But it looked like the Flyers were ready to kind of take a hold of the game after the Farabee goal. Kapanen intercepts that ghost pass, which was, oh my, so telegraphed. Like, I could have intercepted that. Um, Takes it the other way, and then... It just flips a switch, and things just never go right for the Flyers after that. Um, Have to comment, uh, that was my, the other thing I wanted to get to is, like, uh, we've said, I've said multiple times on this post-game show, like, yes, the players who have the designation defenseman need to play better defensively. A lot of the time that's true, but defense is a team game. Like, all five guys play offense, all five guys play defense on the ice. It's a team defense issue tonight. The actual defensemen were the problem, and it started with the top pair, Provi and Ghost. I mean Provorov. Uh, my God, and Ghost with the turnovers, the the one, the one goal with two guys down low and uh, no no flyers in sight. I mean, when you look up and you see three penguins in front of you, how do you not go like, oh fuck, where are the other two? Like. <laughs> how do two guys get behind both defensemen in front of the net Uh, mind-bogglingly bad uh, defensive coverage defensive lapses tonight Uh, but we know that this team is going to have defensive lapses it's their weakness they need to address it the team defense needs to be better Uh, they need to go out and get another top four defenseman all these things are true but man The special teams tonight, and we come in hearing about how bad Pittsburgh's power play and penalty kill are, and the Flyers just... It it, it kills them tonight. It's what killed them, more so than the defensive breakdowns, because you can live with some defensive breakdowns. One, as long as your goalie makes some stops, as Carter Hart did tonight, I think at the end of the game... Uh, they even mentioned, like, Hart's numbers aren't going to look good tonight, but he played well. He absolutely did. I mean, considering he was alone by himself half the freaking game. <laughs> and then that empty netter, he's coming out. They're trying to pull him. The Penguins immediately get the puck. Like, that was just an encapsulation. That was a metaphor for the game. Like, if I were to just put up a scene from the game instead of doing the postgame, I would just do that on loop for 40 minutes. Like, that's that's what tonight was. Just one of those nights. Very frustrating game. Um, put a big old spotlight on the team's glaring issues, but I'm not ready to be like, "Oh fuck," the, you know. It's, it's the sky is falling. I'm not ready to be like that until I see how they come out and play these next two against Pittsburgh. Because, man, they're ele- they're now eleven two and one against not Boston. Um, it may, might have just been one of those nights, and I'm going to reserve my criticism until I see how they play in the next one now I mean I'm going to criticize them because they deserve criticism but I mean like big picture criticism I'm going to reserve until I see this next game because they play every other night they play Pittsburgh three in a row like even Ottawa has won some games this year even Detroit has won some games this year and like good teams have lost to them it has happened Uh, like, I forget who tweeted it, but it was like, every, every fan base is, is one loss to Detroit away from, uh, from becoming Leafs Twitter, and that just cracks me up. And, like, the Penguins are nowhere near as bad as, like, Ottawa or Detroit or any of those teams. I'm just saying, like, even the good teams lose to bad teams every now and then, um, Penguins aren't bad. They're above average, I'd say. But the Flyers absolutely have to be better. I think they will be better in the next one. But they got to get there, and they got to get there fast. Because this was not encouraging. I mean, just guys had the puck on their stick, and it looked like they didn't know what to do. Like, it's not even like they didn't. Shoot, they didn't pass either. They just kind of stood there and looked around. Uh, Phil Myers gets, uh, like, a rush opportunity off a feed from Couturier, and he just kind of skates to the outside and has no idea what to do, looks around, and throws it three feet wide of the net from, like, the bottom of the circle. How's that even freaking possible? Uh, Horrible game. Just... Everything that, just, nobody was good. Joel Farabee scored two goals. That's nice. Uh Sean Couturier made some plays. But overall, like, fuck, man. They were absolutely dreadful tonight. And I can just, because of what I think I've seen out of this team, not just against Buffalo, because you can always, oh, it was just Buffalo. Like, this team dropped a seven spot on Washington right before the COVID break. We all forget about it because it was, like, the last time... They played for two weeks, and it was, like, an afternoon Sunday game or whatever the hell it was, Saturday maybe, I don't know. Uh, But, like, this team was getting it together before the COVID break, and it it gets lost because then they had time off, and then they come back, and then they have half a team, and that's what we focus on. But And what we remember before that is they weren't – They weren't playing great even though they were winning. But uh, this team, I still think, was starting to really put it together uh, even before uh, the COVID break. And, uh, man, sometimes you just don't have it. And I'm going to... That's going to be my running hypothesis until I see them play again. Now, if they play like this again on... uh, What's today? Tuesday. So when they play Thursday, like, okay now there might be a problem all right so that's all uh, that's all my comments i have for you let's get to what you have to say scroll up get the older ones for a team that had so much depth we aren't really seeing it i mean we have been i mean it, they they played bad tonight but like the full lineup has like carried games for them throughout the season if we play like this the rest of the week it takes back a lot of the good stuff this past weekend against buffalo Yeah, I don't like to live in the world of, well, if they play like this, like, yeah, obviously. Like, then they have some serious problems. But, like, that's not my assumption, is that they're going to play like this. Because they played a lot. It wasn't just Buffalo. Like, they were playing better before that. Um, Shit, even some of the Boston games, like... The first period of the outdoor game against Boston, they played great. Like, I know it was 2-2 and all, but, like... They had half a team, and they just ran out of gas. Like, they look decent against the Rangers with half a team. I I think I know what I saw with this squad before they had the layoff. And I think I saw them doing enough good, not just making plays because the opposition was bad in Buffalo, but doing the right things. It doesn't matter who you're out there against. It's, it's your ability to do the right things Like, that's what I'm looking at, and that's what I saw uh, against Buffalo. Now, we'll see how the rest of this week goes, but my running assumption until the next game is this was just one of those nights where you don't have it. Time for Hayes G. Jake to kind of produce now, uh, and the power play needs to convert that top four D seems like we uh, and I, that's way too many, like, run on sentence. But I'll start with the first one. Time for Hayes, G, Jake to kind of, to produce now. Absolutely. I mean, they're going to be the driving force, especially in a power play. Uh, they're the three highest paid guys on the team. They need to get it done. They need to start putting pucks in the net. It can't just be Couturier, Farabee, and JVR uh, consistently. You know, when the bottom of the lineup produces, that's nice. That's our depth. The top line, we know what they're going to do. They're very good. Um, Yeah, it's, it's those three. Those three absolutely have to do it, and it starts in the power play. Like, as bad as the defense was tonight, it is a completely different game if the power play doesn't absolutely suck. Like, you can not score and look good on the power play. And you can score, like, kind of in a scramble, and, like, overall, you can be like, oh, the power play wasn't great tonight. They just didn't... they just... ugh. I did like to see them experimenting with with Sanheim on the power play a little bit. I want to see that continue. He's just been playing well. Uh, Don't want to see Ghost come off the power play, but like I always say, if power play time is a reward for what you do the rest of the game... Shane Gostas Bear did not deserve to be rewarded tonight. So if you take him off, even if it was just for, like, half a shift or whatever, and try out Travis Sandheim, I have no problem with that. Get Eckholm, Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm sorry. Fuck Mark Friedman. Of course Mark Friedman gets an assist on the goddamn Cody CeCe. Like, you let CeCe score, man. Like... You know, you play the Penguins and Malkin beat you, Gensel beat you, Latang. Okay, shit happens. Fucking Cody CC scored. Like, you gotta be kidding me. I'm ki- I'm tired of Jake dancing around, looking awesome, and then flinging the puck across the ice for a turnover. Yeah, he's been. I appreciate what Jake does most of the time. But tonight, it just kind of looked like he was guessing out there. He looked like a guess hitter. Like it's cool to throw pucks into the slot and just kind of hope for things. And he's pretty good at it. Like he's made a hell of a career out of doing what he does. And from that, uh, you know, between the point and the half boards, basically, really from the point to the goal line, he he makes plays all over that side of the ice. But um, it, I don't know. It just he he kind of just seemed like he was hoping for shit tonight rather than. It being precise rather than it being, like, aggressive. It was just, well, let's see how this goes. I don't know. I, you know, lots of blame to go around. Like, whenever I spend more than a couple of seconds on one guy, I feel like, okay, I'm, I'm singling out Jake. Like, no, it's fucking literally everybody tonight. Except for Farabee. You're a treasure. What was that passing in this game? So many turnovers. And, like, bad ones. Not Not turnovers... Like trying to make a play, and the uh, and the defenseman just does something good, like just telegraphing passes so much so that it would be impossible not to intercept them. Uh, I uh, just a couple of real bad blind ones. Um, obviously, the ghost one that led to the Kapanen goal. I saw Haig try to make a pass across uh, across the ice from from the left side near the near the offensive blue line. And it was behind everybody, like it could. It's he passed it backwards. I don't. I don't know what he was going for. Uh, and again, like not just singling out Haig, it's just one that stuck out in my mind. Like they just uh, they played like they didn't know what the fuck to do tonight. That's that's all. That's my whole assessment. Is it seemed as if they didn't know how to play hockey tonight. They were just. Uh, it was like a group of guys who've never played together before. And the full lineup's back, and, like, they've been working guys in, you know? It's it's like, uh, it, it looked like a bunch of dudes who got thrown together. Like, everyone put sticks in the middle before the game, and it was just throw one, you know, throw sticks to one side and the other, and, okay, your teammates are who's ever sticks are on this side. Like, yeah, bamboozling how little chemistry they had out there tonight. Did you like the NAK scratch? Well, I like it less now. Um, Listen, we talked about this on BSH. The game-to-game decisions, individual games, this is game three of a 40-game and 71-day stretch. Like... I think a lot of the game-to-game decisions have to be viewed from that lens. Guys are going to come out of the lineup. Guys are going to get put back into the lineup. Um, that said, wouldn't have a ton of an issue if Nolan Patrick is the odd man out next game. You know, um, score a goal. <laughs> like I, but it's I, I think there's going to be there's going to be guys coming in and out of the lineup. We may not agree with every single one. Uh, I like NAK. He's a good young physical player, good edge to him. Uh, Would like to see a little bit more of that offense. I think he's got a little bit more offense in him. Uh, But I I I like watching him play. He deserves to be out there. He's one of their 12 best forwards. Um, Man... Nolan Patrick just has to be the fourth line center. That's I, I like Connor Bunneman. I don't think he's like oh you got to take him out. Like I don't think he sucks or anything. He's not Chris Van Velde, you know. Uh, but if we're really trying to keep Patrick in the lineup, if we think playing hockey in the NHL is what is best for him, um, then he needs to be the four C. You know that's and. Hopefully he can excel in that role because it's on the fourth line, yes. It'll be with Raffle and NAK, but, man, that line will be able to forecheck. I'll tell you that. Uh, did I like the NAK scratch? No. Am I going to complain about it? No. Like it, He'll be back in the lineup um, almost guaranteeing you next game. I expect a rebound ass-pounding next game. Okay. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. That's just, it, I, it read funny. You know, um, yeah. No, that's, I'm, I am expecting them to be pissed off about the way they played tonight and come out and show that they are far better than how they played tonight. Like, I still don't think they are an elite team. But, you know, when we talk, who are the elite teams? I guess we have to put Toronto in the category now, even though I'm just skeptical because of their, uh, because of the division they're playing in. But they shut out McDavid and company two games in a row. So I guess I have to recalibrate what I think of them. Uh, so it'll be Vegas, Toronto, and um, Tampa. I guess you can put Boston in that group. I personally don't. But I can see how you could arrive at that conclusion. I don't think the Flyers are one of those top tier best three or four teams. But I do think they're like right below that. Uh, they're that next tier down, and I expect them to show that they are one of the better teams in the league, you know, after tonight's abysmal performance. Hey, Bill, what changes does AV make for Thursday? I wonder if we see, um, I wonder if we see Brian Elliott, just not, not because anything Hart did wrong tonight, I mean, the fucking defense was literally non- non-existent in front of him, like the defensemen were not there. (laughs) Literally gets overused. But no, tonight, literally, the defensemen did not play well. Like, did not play in front of him. They literally did not exist. Um, Yes, just because of the schedule, how ridiculous it is. I wonder if we see Brian Elliott um, on Thursday. And, yeah, I would want to see Patrick at 4C and NAK back in the lineup and Bunneman come out. And see how that goes. If Patrick is the odd man out, and TK takes his spot, and everything else stays the same, won't really have much of a problem with that either, though. I would be speaking up after this one if I was Carter Hart. Carter Hart needs, you know, he's had plenty of his own problems. It's uh, Listen, yes, they need to not be awful in front of him, but it's not like he hasn't let them down this year. They always bounce back. Yeah, I mean with the exception of boston they've beaten everybody you know and i know i keep throwing that boston caveat out there but as of now they just can't beat boston i think you know the teams are a lot closer than the results but the results are what they are but outside of that team the flyers have shown an ability to beat everybody and bounce back after these games remember after after they lost 6-1 to buffalo they shut them out 3-0 and I'm fairly certain. I'm not going to check, but I'm fairly sur- certain that was the order that those two things went in. So, like, I, 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 I think we could kind of see that sort of um, uh, that sort of dynamic at play again. Can people start giving Provorov the criticism he deserves? Ghost is going to get crucified for having a bad game, but our number one D man has not been good all year. Yeah, I haven't seen. A lot of people have been pointing out Provorov has been bad all year. I haven't seen that, um, but tonight he was bad. Could Provorov play better? Sometimes, absolutely. But I think he's been—I don't—I wouldn't say he's been great. Wouldn't say he's been awesome. Uh, I think he's been solid most of the year. But yeah, you know, he was—he was fucking terrible tonight. Like it's—I I have no problem saying that, and I hope no one else does either. Because like, when there's two forwards standing in front of the net and no defenseman to be found. Both defensemen are at fault, badly at fault, like jail time at fault for the fucking way they played in front of Carter Hart tonight. They had like 42 shots, though. Well, as we know, the shots are what counts. Uh, When they were getting outshot and winning, um, they weren't, you know, the process wasn't good, so we couldn't enjoy that. Now they're winning the shot battle, but they lost, so I I guess we can chalk it up as a moral victory. (laughs) Missing N.A.K. tonight, he's an energy guy and I think would do some good. Yeah, um, there's something to that. I think you could have used a little bit more physicality out there tonight, absolutely, and we know that's what N.A.K. brings. Uh, he doesn't bring it consistently enough, and it's—that uh, said, like, it's incredibly difficult to play that way every night, like— It's hard on your body. It's hard on your state of mind. It's just really difficult to play the way NAK does every night. So, like, I don't fault him for it, but it's what he's out there to do, so he needs to do it more consistently. Like, it ain't fair, but life ain't fair. This is your job. Um, But, yeah, I I do think they missed him tonight, but, like, NAK wasn't deciding this game. They played like shit tonight because they played like shit. Fletcher needs to make a move and get a D-man. Yeah, he does. Um, I, I keep, you know, they're back in the cap space every day and uh, saving up for to be able to make a move. I hope it's soon. Um, it's going to be difficult maneuvering, given the cap situation, everyone looking ahead to the expansion draft, which, goddamn, I cannot wait to be over just so I have, can't... Like, someone was talking to me on Twitter tonight, like, well, how can they possibly justify... You know, if they go out and get a top four defenseman and then the price they'll have to pay and then potentially losing a defenseman in the expansion draft, it's like, dude, win. That's how you justify it. Like, the point of all this is to win. It it ain't about, okay, well, we have the perfect protection list. Like, none of that matters. If they win the fucking cup, they can take Claude Giroux for all I care. Uh, No, they can't take Claude Giroux. I'd fight them over that. I'm just, and he has a no movement clause, so it's actually impossible, but I'm just, like, all the shit that we talk about, like, okay, the trades and the free agent, like, it's all fun, it's all good stuff to talk about, and it's, like, what we can, what people on our level can really get into, like, oh, this is who they should protect, this is who should be scratched, all that shit is in service of winning. Why would you go out and get somebody with the expansion draft? Because you want to fucking win. This is a team that's been to, what, two conference finals since the lockout? Like, haven't been to one in 10 years, 11 years? They've won one playoff series since freaking 2012? Like, why? Because you need to fucking win at some point. Is Nolan Patrick on the trade block? I mean, what value does he have? (laughs) Like... What if if you're going to I mean, maybe if he's like a throw in like an another piece, if you don't want to give up uh, like I like I don't. What does Nolan Patrick bring you back? Like he's an underwhelming former number two overall pick I uh, who missed a whole year with migraine with a migraine disorder. Like what? Yeah, sure. He's on the trade block. Him and three other things will get you something you want. Like, <laughs> how can our special teams be so bad? Yeah, I mean, special teams are what lost them this game. All the bullshit, as bad as they played. If the special teams come through tonight, they could win this game. Maybe, like, n- not close. <laughs> like, even with the fucking defensive breakdowns. Like, the momentum swing after that uh, first cap and goal, and the performance of... Uh, The performance of the special teams are what decided this game. Obviously, Ghost didn't have a good game, but I'll always take him in the lineup just because of his offensive upside and power play skills, and we need to start seeing more of those power play skills. Uh, But yeah, he had a bad game. Like, it doesn't erase that he's been good in all but one other game that he's played this year. At least good, if not very good. Like, I... People are like, oh, see, the ghost hype train, this is what happens. I'm like, yes, he played a bad game on a night where literally the entire fucking team played a bad game. I have no problem saying he sucked. He did. Like, I saw it. We all saw it. But who didn't? Other than Joel Farabee, who's just a delight. Dude, we need Provorov to be better. He's still our best defenseman, but he needs to quit it with the glaring mistakes well and good to critique our depth defenseman, but our number one needs to play like one. He isn't. Yeah, I mean, he sucked tonight. I I said that. I don't know why you're duding me. Was the defense bad? Yes, but the power play has been bad for two years, and I'm so tired of it. Yeah, it's, uh, they need to, they need to figure something the fuck out with this power play, because it's hurting them now. Like, Sometimes a, a great power play is just a luxury, but it's actually hurting them them, them now. Because they have a bunch of guys who, like, have produced big numbers on the power play throughout their careers. And for some reason, they could not score on the power play against the goddamn Penguins, whose penalty kill is terrible. Like, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a detriment right now. Great work on YBYB every day. Shame we couldn't get this one tonight. You gotta turn it around at some point. I I I I'm just gonna honestly when I give out hockey bets, just do the fucking opposite. I just whatever I say, take the opposite because I'm oh for six the last two nights. Like last night, Colorado on the puck line, they're up two nothing after 25 minutes and lose like five two somehow. Uh, Minnesota has a four-two lead and lose f- with seven minutes left in the third, and lose and over like baffling. Uh, I, I I have no idea. I, it, it, gambling on hockey is guessing. Anyone who says they're just they're doing anything other than guessing is lying, because it's completely random. The sport is completely fucking random. Fuck it. Bring up Zade and throw him in Patrick's spot on the power play and see what the kid can do. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. I want Zade wisdom up here. Yesterday. That's um, I like. I realize it's a deep team. I realize there isn't a natural spot. There isn't a natural spot open for him in the lineup. But like, at what level of killing it do you just earn it? Because he's killing it. You know, if he was a first round pick doing what he's doing and not a fourth round pick, he'd be up here. Not a question in my mind. Like it's now just about it is now just about your previous assessment, which you thought he was good enough to select him. And like I'm not criticizing them for not bringing him up. He's played like seven or eight AHL games. I'm not going. I'm not like, oh, what the fuck are they doing? Like I'm, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that. And this is for any organization. This isn't a flyer-specific thing. This is just a hockey and a sports thing. Like, you make the picks. Everyone has their pedigree. Everyone slots in the round they were picked. And that's how you assess them until the puck drops. And then once the puck drops, the whole slate gets wiped clean, and it's about what you do. Like, what Zade Wisdom does is Produce that's all I've seen if a first round pick like if Morgan Frost was doing this, his first action ever like let's say they're you know let's say Morgan Frost or whoever let's let's say Tyson Forster was doing this he'd be up you know I'm just chalking this up to this year's Disney on ice debacle. yeah let's call it that. I missed why Carter was headed to the bench and they were pulling him they were getting him out a little early they're down they're down two at the time there's under four minutes. I like the aggressive pull. I enjoy an aggressive pull. I hate the idea of extending a game. Like, no, you're just kidding yourself. Uh, I I like the idea of pulling him. It just so happens. (sighs) Penguins get the puck as soon as he comes out of the goddamn net. Shit happens. But, again, not why they lost. Really need Ekholm. They very badly need another defenseman. I would love Ekholm. Trust me. How does adding Ekholm stop the guys we got from doing boneheaded shit, though? And that's that's a great point. Like, this is a team issue. We badly need a another top-four defenseman. Like, it's a hole. It's a hole on this team. But, like, everyone else has to be better. The defensemen, the forwards. Carter Hart was good tonight, but Carter Hart needs to be better than he's been for most of this season. Like... Everybody needs to be better defensively If they're gonna Like, yes, every team is a weakness And defense is this this team's weakness But it can't be awful Like, you can be below average If your offense is really good uh, And for a lot of this season The Flyers' offense has been really good um, But you can't have, like, the worst defense imaginable You know, it can be It can be, eh It can be, It can be better, you know but it can't be this bad. Where there's like screenshots. Like, check out uh, Ryan Gilbert, RG Tree. Uh, I think it's R Gilbert SOP on Twitter. Like, screenshots of just like three penguins alone in the in the offensive zone with the the only guy back is like a forward diving the defenseman are behind the play like and it happened multiple times tonight. You can't be like mites on ice bad on defense like they were tonight. At home doesn't solve that overnight. Like going out and getting anybody. Victor Hedman doesn't solve that overnight. Um because the other guys still have to fucking play. they I, I, AV is going to have to reach them at some point. And, uh, like, we're talking about the defenseman, but it's a team issue. Tonight it really was the defenseman, But overall, like, the team issue, AV is going to have to reach them uh, the way he did last year, get them to play the way they did on their side of the red line. Um, uh, that said, like, adding someone will help. They did this tonight to embarrass Ron in front of his new boss. Get in their head. Yeah, that's true. Like, you know, oh, yeah, laugh now, Penguins. This is Ron's doing. This is his team, you know? Of course, uh, he drafted Faraby, so, and Carter Hart. So, take the good with the bad. Let's get a few more here. I was far more annoyed with Patrick than Ghost tonight. At least two of Ghost turnovers when he had no forward support under heavy pressure. Yeah, Um. listen, you're going to be under pressure, and there are always extenuating circumstances. It's it's like when you see a quarterback throw an interception, and you're like, what the fuck's he doing? And then, like, when you... It, only the people who know the play actually know who made the mistake. You know, um... Receiver runs a wrong, whatever. You you know what I'm trying to say here is a turnover isn't always just on the guy passing. However, like, that Kapanen one, you need to not do what you just did. Because what you just did was, like, the most interceptable pass ever thrown. (laughs) Like, you know. But, yeah, um, Nolan Patrick just has to, goddamn, uh, he has to do something. If he's not in the lineup on Thursday, I won't be, uh... I won't be disappointed. Let's put it that way. I kind of just want to see how he does at 4C. Um, that said, uh, you yeah, know, whatever. Him, Bunneman, Jesus Christ. The former number two overall pick, and Connor Bunneman. I'm just like, yeah, interchangeable. Whatever. How aggressive do you think Fletcher should be, Bill? It's a strange year, and obviously it's time to win. Do you want him to just stick with the top four defensemen or shake it up further? Well, it's, it's going to be difficult, you know, to make any moves, obviously. But I want him to – whatever's out there, man. If if there's a difference maker on the market, if there's a difference maker that you think you can get your hands on. Um, I don't want Nate Thompson and – I want to call him Grant Hill. Who was the other one? Derek Grant, yeah. <laughs> I don't want those guys. I don't want Band-Aids. I want – bring in a true difference maker, so offense or defense. Defense needs to be the priority because they badly need it. And I think the offense, will, you know, the power play needs fixing. But overall, I think the offense will be fine uh, in terms of how many goals they score every game. Uh, this this team needs to be better defensively. I think Chuck needs to do everything he can to uh, to improve this team because it's, it is, like you said, it's time to win. We've been building this long enough. This team is good enough. It needs some things, yes. Every team needs something. Like, have you looked at Colorado's record lately? <laughs> you know, every team needs something. Um, but they're good enough to justify paying the price to get something. You know, it's they're in that category of, yes, it makes sense to go for it. Who doesn't love an aggressive pull? <laughs> i blame mike sealski yeah obviously it's fucking sealski <laughs> first frost brink for ekholm god damn it i do not want to lose brink but gotta do what you gotta do I, i'm very interested to see the packages because uh, you're gonna have to trade some sort of nhl player uh hopefully it's like not a really great one but like, to make the salary stuff work, you're going to have to... Someone's going to have to go off the roster. I am... I, like, I do... Like, I don't want to give up Brink, but I am trying to, like... I, no. I am not emotionally attached to any prospects. Because I was emotionally attached to all these prospects. And the ones that are playing now. And they have brought me nothing but, nothing but frustration. So... I am not emotionally... But I know the ones we trade are the ones who are going to be good. Like, that's the problem. Like, why couldn't we have traded Haig and Moran? You know? (laughs) God damn it. But no, I'm not emotionally attached to anybody. It's a high price to pay, and some of those guys are going to turn out. And you're going to look back and go, God damn, if we don't win the Cup, that sucks. But you have to try to win the Cup to win the Cup, you know? The (laughs) It, it, you don't just get lucky you have to go for it Patrick in a third should be enough to get any player in the league Oof, I don't know it's steep <laughs> like, yeah. Patrick and two ham and cheese sandwiches for Hedman who says no you might have to toast them you might have to toast the ham and cheese make it a grilled cheese a little bit of meat now you're on to something I don't know if I've ever had a ham and cheese sandwich. Like I'm sure I did as a kid at some point, right? Hmm. I don't know. I like ham. Huh. I can't say for certain if I've ever had a ham and cheese sandwich or not. <laughs> These are the, this is the type of analysis you get here only on the Broad Street Hockey Post Game Show. I looked st- I look stoned as hell in the in the video, and I'm not. I promise. I wish I was, but. <laughs> so are we calling Hague to ham and cheese sandwiches now? <laughs> I might start doing that. I might start calling them on the next show. I'm gonna just say like, oh yeah, and they have Gustafson paired with ham and cheese sandwich, uh, and just see how everyone reacts. And I'm saying that now to test them, to see if they actually listen to the post game, or if they just lie to me and tell me they do. Uh, I'm doing this, thank you Yes, we're going to call Hague Ham and Cheese Sandwich Do you think Calgary is going to tear it down at the deadline? That would be nice uh, If the Flyers could get in on such a fire sale uh, That would be really cool uh, That Canadian division, man Like, a, a good week or two And you're right back in it So I'm not sure quite yet But things it's not like things are going particularly well in Calgary Bill, you have a great talent at making me less angry. You should charge. I charge SB Nation. You all get the benefits that SB Nation pays for, so you're welcome, everyone. Um, Yeah, I mean, you can can be pissed and be miserable about it, or you can talk about what happened and then laugh about fucking ham and cheese sandwiches. I like to do that because, man... Life is too hard already to let sports affect your mood for more than like 20 minutes. Yes, they affect our mood. We love it. I love the Flyers. I spend way too much time thinking about a group of, you know, Canadian hillbillies who have no idea who I am. Absolutely. Um, And I don't know if they're all Canadian hillbillies. It's just I I think all hockey players are Canadian hillbillies. Even the not Canadian ones are Canadian hillbillies. Um, Like, you know, that's what it is. It's it's a bunch of drunks on a pond pushing a puck around. Like, you, you can only get so mad at it for so long. Um, but, yeah, I, this one was frustrating. And that's why I'm trying to have the healthy, uh, the healthy opinion that I'm waiting until Thursday to really judge this one. And I really only said that once before, and it was that Buffalo game, I think, um, when they lost 6-1. I said... Like okay, that was some of the worst shit I've ever seen. But let's just wait and see how this goes. And they came through for us. Hopefully they do that again. Hopefully this is just a uh, a minor little a minor little bump in the road here. And uh, the rest of the week goes well because man, we're gonna be doing this way too much for them to play like this uh, many more times. Like again, forty games in seventy-one days. They're three games into it. This is going to (laughs) be... We're going to be seeing a lot of each other. All right, guys. We're going to wrap it up there. Um, I don't know why they don't play as well in front of Hart. I think it's uh, just dumb luck, honestly. That's my answer to that question. Why don't they play as well uh, in front of Hart as they do? I mean, here's the... I think they have played well in front of Hart sometimes this year. And then it's Hart who didn't hold up his end. Tonight he did. Uh, But, you know... Dumb luck. That's why they don't play as well in front of heart. That's that's it. Alright, guys, we are gonna wrap it up there. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for hanging out. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Just search Broad Street hockey wherever there are podcasts and boom content delivered to you daily. And I can actually say daily now because Christ, I'm doing these every other day. Someone else is probably doing something, so Content daily. Uh, subscribe to Broad Street Hockey, and it's all your Philadelphia Flyers podcast needs. I can't imagine there even being time to listen to anything else. Um, you know how far behind I am on my wrestling podcast because of this shit? Uh, so, anyway, <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah, Hopefully they win Thursday. I'm, I'm beat, guys. I'm beat. Thank you all so much. My name is Bill Matz. Have a great week, everybody.